0: Thank you for letting me interview you, Chad. Yeah, no problem. I'm just going to ask you a few questions. So how would you define a maverick?
1: A maverick? um, You know, someone that's willing to take some risks. Okay. Someone that, you know, all the other cliches that sort of go along with that, the road less traveled, you know, uh, areas where others may not tread. But, uh, you know... Generally, somebody who is willing to accept failure, okay. someone uh, who was able to dust themselves off, get back up and, and keep going. Obviously, if you, don't, you can't accept failure or rejection, uh, you, you don't want to be a maverick or, or be uh, pushing the envelope because they don't all work out.
0: Okay. The London School of Economics developed a maverickism scale. I'm going to give you seven statements and you just need to say false, true, can't decide. People tell me that I'm a maverick. True. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. Uh, True. I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. True. I am much more productive than other people. True. I have very unusual talents. True. I am generally underestimated by people.
1: Uh, False.
0: I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Mm. True. Okay. Why do you do things differently, Chad? Uh, I've just never been good at following
1: orders or instructions. So I'm just... uh, I end up working by myself a lot. Okay. And I'm always trying to find something better, something more efficient, uh, very detail oriented.
0: Okay. Does doing things differently, as you've said, require certain skills? And if so, what are they? Yeah, so I would say yeah, you know, similar to what I described before, you know, you've got to be very tenacious. Mm-hmm. Um willing to work through a lot of challenges and issues. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not for the faint of heart. Okay.
1: requires more work and longer hours, going the, the easy road, you know, that's more of a nine-to-five job, which my view is, you know, being an entrepreneur or a maverick or trying new things, you know, you can't just decide to go a completely different direction. It requires a lot of background work. Uh, Details, information, understanding, research
0: okay.
1: to be able to uh, commit to, to these things.
0: So, what are the challenges to being a maverick?
1: Uh, convincing other people, uh, whether it's external people such as financiers or bankers or uh, people to join the company, etc., mm-hmm. uh, but as well internal. Uh, people such as obviously employees and senior management that, you know, you come in with these, what can be described as crazy ideas and you want to go in a completely different direction and it's unorthodox, which again, there's a lot of risk involved in that and challenge and a lot of these people who are more nine to fivers, uh, you know, for for some of them and some of the experience I've had, this is the first time they've done anything like that and they they are scared and nervous usually after a couple of weeks and they get an understanding and they realize it is a well thought out plan Mm -hmm. even though it could be wrong and it might blow up or we did it you know didn't work out yeah but once they realize it's as I said well thought out they actually embrace it and lots of uh, the majority of my employees have come to me we turn around a lot of things and go in different directions and said this is the most exciting company I've ever worked for and I love my job more than I ever have before and wow. you're know, you blazed trails and things like that. So it it's it's hard to get it, it's got to get to that second step, I guess, or get people with the full buy-in. But it definitely doesn't happen on the first meeting or the first discussion.
0: Definitely. What facets of your character influence your maverick approach?
1: Um, I guess that I you know I've got a high risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. So uh, things don't bother me. I uh,
0: uh, have a, a large self-confidence, okay.
1: which uh, helps because a lot of people, you know, disagree with me all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, unwavering uh, conviction in my ideas, okay. so that I make a lot of mistakes, and once I make a final decision, you know, I'm I fully I'm off to the races. I'm let's go, and I can still change and and uh, divert slightly
0: okay. so
1: you know as the reality changes as the world changes obviously decisions and plans have to change mm-hmm. but the, the big broad stroke the underlying plan uh, again I, I, I might try 10 things and I don't get into the finish line because we find a, a flaw in it or a problem or something doesn't work so then I uh, abandon it and go look for something else okay. and, and then if when I find one that crosses the line and we say we're going then I buy a mill as an example and yeah We raise all the money, but now it's too late and we're going forward with with some minutia in there, some minor changes. Okay.
0: Mavericks often have unusual talents. What would you say yours
1: are? Mm -hmm. I guess uh, a unique creativity.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, uh, A lot of the Mavericks I've seen or dealt with or done business with, they're willing to do things differently than the norm
0: mm-hmm.
1: they find uh, you know a better mousetrap or a better way of doing something or uh they're often uh, i find harder working
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, more organized i generally find you know and maybe that's what i would define as more of a successful maverick okay i've seen some that are just i guess you could still be defined as a maverick if you just go do something crazy but if it wasn't well thought out and it, it blows up in their face it wasn't uh you know, usually not around for a second try, so...
0: Okay. I'm
1: referring more to serial mavericks, people, uh, you know, that keep going and keep doing these things. And there's some failures, but they've had successes along the way, and they uh, you know, are building something.
0: Okay. How do you see rules?
1: Uh, I find them to be uh, bothersome,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to slow down or stifle uh, creativity. Okay. I think... Uh, when I'm obviously referring to business, I think the market will you know, just supply and demand and if there's interest from customers. So having all these rules and regulations, uh, unfortunately, you know, as I said, they stifle this creativity or, or potential growth. And I think the market should be able to decide. Okay. There should be a, a less structure, less rules, and obviously unless with the exception of health and safety or something uh, illegal. Uh, there's generally too much government involvement in everything. I find. Okay.
0: Have you always taken a maverick approach to business, or was there a particular trigger?
1: No, I've always. Uh, i tried being an employee a few times, and it didn't uh, sit very well. I found I was working harder. I wanted to work more hours. I wanted to get more things done. Uh, you know, my. Uh, Counterparts and sometimes even my employers, sort of my direct superiors, weren't able to keep up, and not because you know they were way smarter than me; they had more knowledge about the industry. But I was willing to just keep going and going, and you know the, the business day doesn't really end. Okay. And so that's what made me decide that you know, I should I should be doing this out on my own and building my own things.
0: Okay. Are you always a maverick, or do you choose to be so at times?
1: Uh, no, I'm always a maverick. Okay.
0: Is this choice a conscious or unconscious decision?
1: Um, Unconscious.
0: Okay. What are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in business?
1: The disadvantages are, you know, the the bulk of the world uh, are not mavericks. So there's always that, Challenge of integrating and getting along with people mm-hmm. Getting things done because they uh, first you have to have them have some buy-in okay. uh, Generally, I'm not well accepted or received into new industries
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, They don't you know a lot of the people and a lot of the other companies liked it the way it was and they're not used to this kind of radical change mm-hmm. and So they you know I get shunned uh, in Basically every industry I've ever operated in. I'm not uh, welcomed with open arms.
0: Okay. Okay Um, What about the advantages then?
1: Um, The advantages are the risk to reward. uh, is a lot uh, more attractive than obviously just doing it the same old boring way. Mm -hmm. Um, By doing something unique in Cavalier and out there or being more of a maverick, it does require a lot more, as I said before, work, time Mm -hmm. and effort, which I love. I'm passionate about business and I don't like to stop it four o'clock or to have a bell somebody else's time clock tell me when I have to stop yeah Uh, I want to work through the night I I get that luxury so it fits my lifestyle uh, Mm -hmm. very very well.
0: Has Asian experience altered your maverick approach and if so how?
1: Uh, Yeah, it it has altered it with uh, you know with with more experience it's probably dulling or slowing down uh, my Maverick or Cavalier uh, approaches okay. uh, with the, now that I have a, a young family mm-hmm. uh, to support, I can't be as wild and crazy and, and bet the farm every single time like I used to. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think I'm. I, the edges are getting a little duller than uh, they might have been 15 or 20 years ago.
0: Okay. What aspects of your life and business are you most and least Maverick in?
1: um i think i'm most a maverick when i'm uh entering new uh, industries and, and businesses okay uh that's usually where i like to completely go different than uh the norm mm-hmm. and i do like very big bold aggressive steps and that's where i get my own personal satisfaction it's not from the money it's from doing something that people say can't be done or I get very excited when I announce something, and people say I'm crazy. I think uh, you know, it just gives me more motivation to prove them wrong. And uh, again, my hopefully they work out. They don't always, but uh, you know, it's a lot of thought and effort that went into them uh, before we get to that point of actually closing or announcing something.
0: Okay, and least Maverick.
1: Um. Hmm, I guess. When dealing with management, mm-hmm. dealing with unions, uh, you know, I really do need to watch myself mm-hmm. and temper what I say. Uh, often, I'm I can be criticized for just being, you know, there. There's a time and place for everything, wow. and, and sometimes in a union negotiation, it's not a time. As an example, not yes. the best time to be a really
0: aggressive, cavalier, mm. and a maverick. And sometimes
1: we just need to. I I should be towing the company line a little more, so to speak.
0: Okay. How do you balance being a maverick with home life?
1: Uh, It makes it very challenging because Mm -hmm. I do work a lot. Um, My family even says often, you know, uh, my wife would criticize me. She says, you know, you never say no to anybody. So if there's a deal, Mm -hmm. an opportunity, a meeting that I think something positive might come out of it, Mm I'll jump on a plane and go get it done. So, you know, I'm always on the go, go, go. And, of course, that means that I don't see the family as much as I would like, and Mm -hmm. they don't see me around as much as they would like. So it does uh, cause a strain because it's it's just due to the workload and the fact that it is a riskier business or a riskier business approach. So, uh, you know, it it doesn't shut down at 5 o'clock by any stretch or, you know, every day including weekends, including Christmas days, is, is a work day.
0: Okay. Is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? Mm, no. Okay. I just,
1: uh, I enjoy the, the thrill of it, doing things that others haven't, coming into new industries where people that have been in for 30, 40 years and obviously are an expert in these industries, and I've been in them for a month, and yet, you know, that's what gets me excited to try to find something that they miss, okay. find a way to do something. And that's what keeps me going. Uh, I'm not really worried about the legacy. And we'll see what, the, you know, whatever my boys would like to do. They'll, okay. I'm sure, blaze their own trail. Okay. How much,
0: if anything, of being a maverick is related to give back?
1: Uh, it's not... It would be lower on the list, okay. it's uh, not a higher priority, mm-hmm. but it does uh, happen in a lot of circumstances and it is very rewarding at the time, but it's definitely not uh, one of the driving or motivating factors. So we've taken mills or companies that have gone bankrupt okay. and turned them around. So there's a lot of people who have lost their jobs and pension that thought they'd never get a job again in that industry, in that small little town. And, you know, we turn things around, so that part can be very rewarding. But again, definitely not uh, the driving force behind what we do.
0: Okay. How do your ethics and values impact on being a maverick, do you think?
1: They, they are similar to that uh, question you asked earlier on the rules. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate, unfortunately,
0: having good morals and ethics does get in the way and can slow things down. Okay. But from my perspective, and I know everyone's different, but from my perspective, I do need to be able to sleep at night. Okay.
1: And, uh, and it's not about the money, so I can just go find. There's always enough deals or opportunities out there, so I'll go find a new one. So, you know, we, we do uh, stay within the rules and, and uh, the laws, I guess you could say. And I've had lots of opportunities where government officials said if I were to bribe them, things would get done and you know we're just not willing to cross that line no it's not the way i want to do business
0: okay you've touched on this before mavericks tend to be risk takers what's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date
1: um probably buying uh the thurso pulp mill it had been shut down was a high cost producer making the product it was making it was owned by a multi multinational multi-billion dollar company mm-hmm. with a, a lot of talented people and we wanted to take it in a completely different direction
0: mm-hmm.
1: and again everyone thought it was insane and crazy going to this new product dissolving pulp we had been the first new entrant into that small niche industry in 40 years
0: mm-hmm.
1: and again it was nobody was really thinking about it or, or watching it so i would say that would be the biggest risk and Mm -hmm. it was very poorly accepted by our shareholders for the first few days Mm -hmm. and our share price went down but as they finally all got a chance to talk to me Mm -hmm. and hear what why and the explanation uh, very quickly uh, that turned around and people who actually sold stock after hearing the announcement were turning around and buying it all back and buying back even more if they they understood it now so
0: okay How many ventures have you taken in the past five years, would you say?
1: Past five? Probably seven or eight.
0: Okay. And what would you consider the characteristics of a successful venture? Um,
1: Each one is different. Mm -hmm. Each one has a unique proposition where something was broken, not working, or had the wrong people, or they're making the wrong product, uh, and basically turning those things around, which doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually, and some some of these ventures had uh, multiple uh, problems that were, I would define as material. So each one I would say sort of comes to conclusion, or, or I get a sense it's turned around when we at least solve the biggest issues. Day to day operations will continue, and challenges always happen. There's, always trying to get the cost structures down or or what have you, but uh, the big issues, again, once those are solved, that's when it's accomplished.
0: Okay. So of the seven to eight ventures you've taken, how many were successful? What percentage were successful? According to your definition?
1: Yeah. I would say 75%. Okay.
0: And what did you do that made the sense... That made the venture successful.
1: Uh, I was I was the creator, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I often took the assets and brought them in with the people, brought the money mm-hmm. uh, required to make uh, these material changes, and then I passed it on to the operator. So I put the business plan together okay. and uh, got all the pieces together. But then somebody else implements. Uh, those plans and runs the day to day business. Okay. And I go off to buy something else or put something else together. Okay.
0: Of the percentage that were unsuccessful, what would you consider was the main reason for their failure?
1: Management would be one of the big underlying themes that's reoccurred. Okay. So I hired the wrong person to go and uh, implement or uh, turn these businesses around or who. It- to uh, fulfill on the business plan, and that's often where I've made some hiring mistakes.
0: Okay. How important is team to you as a maverick?
1: I would say it's very important.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Each of us have our roles. Um, For me to be successful at my role of continuing to try to build these things, I do need to have the right team in place so I can hand off uh, various responsibilities for them to run with. Okay. and I can get back to doing the
0: part that I like to do and the part where I feel I can add the most value, which is uh, you know, putting these together. Okay. Does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership?
1: Yes. It, uh, you know, it's at various stages, but as I'm putting ideas together, and before we cross the line, I do ask all of my team members to uh, get involved, to speak their mind, Okay. Uh, to provide any ideas, good or bad, and, you know, you write down to the, uh, whether it's the receptionist or the cleaning person or anybody in our organization, if you have an idea or a suggestion mm-hmm. or some input, uh, you know, please share it. We try to run, or I try to run a very flat organization with uh, very little structure.
0: Okay. Is there anyone who's a maverick that inspires you? Uh, there are various, uh, you know, whether it's Richard
1: Branson Steve Jobs, Donald Trump, all very different styles and Mm -hmm. personalities, but each of them have built these very successful global brands in multiple different uh, businesses. They're not one single rigid business where they've just built their whole career making one product Mm -hmm. uh, or what have you.
0: What motivates you? Uh, Success,
1: I guess, just... uh, take on these high-risk projects that a lot of people say they're doomed to fail. So just, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how much money. It's not the primary motivator. Creating jobs is not the primary motivator. Uh, It's, again, just doing something that people say can't be done. Okay.
0: What would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you?
1: Uh, I hadn't thought about that. (laughs) Nothing, (laughs) I think. It covered everything.